Hello, everybody, and welcome to my very first podcast. I'm a little excited about this. Um, I usually go live, and you get to look at my lovely face. Um, <laughs> some people enjoy that and enjoy me going live, and, and I do enjoy doing that too, but some days I just don't feel up to putting my face in front of a camera, so I'm going to try the podcast. So welcome. Um, I'm, I don't know how often I'll do these, probably just as the mood hits me. I'd like to post these in a couple of different places, and one place that I'm, I will post it is in uh, the page, Just One, which I created, I don't know, over a year ago, which, you know, I started to give women a greater awareness of uterine cancer, and then just how to survive this monster (laughs) uh, by living a healthier lifestyle. Well, I certainly do not have uh, the corner market on uh, living the healthiest. I'm giving it a good shot, I do believe, and um, I've got a long way to go, though, and obviously I'm still battling this monster. I do have uh, active cancer still, but I'm making the best of it, and, you know, I'm not even supposed to be alive right now, so I'm a little over two years into this battle, and, um, I'm grateful. I'm extremely grateful that I'm even this far along in this journey and then I get to wake up every day. Um, Every day has its challenges. But anyway, just a little update on how I'm doing. Today is two weeks post-op. I had my spleen removed two weeks ago today. It, It went well. We didn't get to remove the spleen laparoscopically like we had hoped because my spleen was very diseased from the cancer, so it wasn't as pliable as the surgeon would have liked for it to have been to remove it laparoscopically. But So we had to do an incision, and so that has created some challenges of its own. Um... I don't want to bore you with all of the details, but I do have some, um, I I am uncomfortable, let me just say that, around my incision. I'll see the surgeon and my oncologist next week, and maybe just something that I have to live with, and hopefully in time, this area that is causing me a little bit of, uh, pain, I guess you would say. Hopefully it'll ease. Um, I can learn to live with a lot of different things and, you know, a little discomfort. Okay, I can do that as long as I'm making forward progress. But 
um, overall, I think I've done really well. I've told some folks and Rusty, you know, I don't think I've bounced back quite as as well as I would have liked to. And I'm very guilty of putting a lot of pressure on myself to feel good and to get back to what I was doing but before the surgery, but I, I'm nowhere near <laughs> that level right now. So I have to give myself some grace, and that's a little bit hard for me to do sometimes. But I'm up. Almost days. <laughs> and I did make a small little trip to town today, just to one store. We needed some towels desperately, so I went to Marshall's and bought a few towels. And that was the extent of my trip. Um, last week, I did get out a couple of days. It wore me out. I won't lie. I had been... I, my, my trips were about an hour two hours long and they wore me out I had to come home and take a nap Monday of this week I felt horrible I really thought y'all that I had COVID again um I I felt very drained almost achy I had a terrible headache it reminded me a lot of the way I felt when I had COVID last year but I slept really well Monday night, and I got up Tuesday, yesterday, and I felt a lot better. And I didn't do that much yesterday. I did a few things around the house, but not a lot. Today, as Rusty left the house, he said, you need to get up, you need to do some things, and that'll help your energy level and your appetite. My appetite hasn't been what it normally has been, you know, for me. So, um, I've been a little bit concerned about that. Now, I eat just fine, but I've lost a, um, a good bit of weight. <clears throat> and I don't want to get... I'm not going to get too thin, I don't think, but... Um, you know, I'm just thinner, a lot thinner than I was, but I just, I don't want to, you know, I know what he's saying to me, and I appreciate it, um, because the activity will help uh, increase my appetite, so anyway, I've done a little bit better today, I think, you know, maybe a different frame of mind, that always uh, seems to boost you, um, you know, just having a a good frame of of mind, and so anyway, I'm feeling pretty good. I do believe for somebody that has been through what I've been through, and just two weeks out from a major surgery. So. Uh, I'm looking forward to, if you can say it that way, uh, to getting on with my treatment plan, which will be to start radiation as soon as my oncologist and my surgeon think that I'm strong enough to do that. 
I'll go every day for about four or five weeks, pretty much like I did in 2019 um, when I had the original cancer. So that in and of itself, you know, is not so bad, I, I don't think. I mean, I don't, I never want to minimize somebody's experience um, with a treatment, especially with cancer, because I can identify with that. Uh, when it comes to radiation and chemotherapy because we all react so differently. And my experience with radiation last time was not a horrible experience. I did have a burn and I had to use uh, get on an antibiotic and use a salve. But for me, in uh, comparing that, I guess you would say, to chemotherapy chemotherapy for me was much much worse than radiation so I'm just eager to get on with the whole process of the radiation starting that and getting over getting it you know over and done with and just pray that the radiation does what it's supposed to do and kill this cancerous lymph node that is near my aorta you know the surgeon had hoped that he could he could have removed that too while he was in there removing my spleen but he said it just wouldn't um, pull away easily and of course it's in a precarious uh, location and you don't want to upset a lot of things so he chose to leave it alone, and, and I, I'm thankful he did that. We'll, we'll do the radiation and see what happens, and hopefully it'll be successful, and, you know, we'll just move on from there. I mean, cancer is a process. It, um, <laughs> you take it, you take what comes with each scan, you hope for the best. You hope for clear scans, for no evidence of disease. That hasn't been the case with me every time. I did have that wonderful period of time there for about a year where I did not have cancer and I was building my strength back and it was wonderful. But that, you know, being cancer free, which I. I don't believe in the term cancer-free. I'm sorry, but I don't. Um, once you have active cancer, I just believe that it's always there. And it's either, you know, going rogue and spreading throughout your body or it's just sitting over there idly waiting for the next opportunity. Or whatever comes along um, so agree with me or not agree with me it doesn't matter but I, I never did use the term cancer free uh, when I was in remission I did you know I would say no evidence of disease because it's like the oncologist says you can't see every cell in your body you don't know what every cell is doing but as long as there's nothing that gives it 
you know, a red flag uh, that something's going on that needs immediate attention. You just kind of float along and pray and hope that the next scan will not light up, as they say. So anyway, um, so we're going to start with the radiation pretty soon. Um, That's exciting, if you can say that, but I'm just ready to get on with it. You know, I told Rachel, my my older daughter that has, uh, that's the mother to Carter, my precious little grandson. Um, I told her the other day, I said, Rachel, you know, my goal for the rest of this year is to regain enough strength to be able to keep Carter without feeling like I need some intervention. Now, he's 10 months old and Um, He is getting to be mobile, and he's getting to be quite a handful when you do take care of him and keep him. But, um, you know, that's that's my goal. I think it's doable for me um, that I could have enough energy to keep him overnight and not have to call in for backup, you know, from my mama or or whoever, but, you know, I've just thought about short-term goals. I try not to think too far out into the future, but I do think about the future. But I thought, I I don't think that's an unrealistic goal, even with having to start radiation soon, and it'll make me very tired. But I think by the end of the year, that's a very doable. By Christmas, I think that's a very doable goal. And um, I'm setting my sights on it. Um, You know, overall, as far as my health, it's pretty much like it was the first go-around with cancer. I'm not sick. I just have stupid cancer. I don't take medicines for anything. I take vitamins. Um, I, I don't have any ailments. And when I was in the hospital this last time, the nurses were all that, all of them that came in were like, you're the easiest patient we have on this floor. You don't even have medicines that we have to give you. And Rachel was with me and she would say, yep, that's right. She just gets vitamins. Um, so, you know, I'm not sick. I just have cancer. And that's the battle and I, that I'm in. And I hope that that doesn't change. I mean, I hope that the rest of my body will be able to, you know, stay in this healthy state that I'm in. And that I've been in for for my whole life, I've just been a healthy person. So, um, you know, besides the neuropathy and just the normal aches and pains of growing older, oh my goodness, um, you know, I feel, I feel good. I, 
and I put on makeup today, and I thought, now, I have a lot of wrinkles. Don't get me wrong. I've aged a good bit in the last two years or so with all of the chemotherapy uh, because it definitely ages you. So I have a lot of wrinkles, but I put my makeup on today and I thought, I don't look as bad as I thought, you know, that in my mind sometimes. I mean, I think, and I said, and I tell people this too, I'm like, I'm in the stage of growing out my hair. My hair grows slowly, it always have. And you have to understand, this is the third time that my hair <laughs> is, has grown back because of cancer. So it does grow pretty slowly. But I feel like the stage that I'm in right now, I thought, I think I look like either a meth head or somebody that just was released from a Nazi concentration camp. I mean, my hair is just, it's just strange. I have this semi-mohawk thing going on the top of my head. It's very tiny, but yet around there, I have these swirls, but yet it's not long enough to try to put gel or anything in it to make it you know do anything I don't know it's just it's really funny to me but some people tell me oh my goodness I love your hair you're rocking it um it's you know makes you look bad you know like and I'm just thinking okay whatever I really don't care it doesn't matter to me um I don't enjoy not having hair or longer hair um but in the grand scheme of things you know it's not having hair is very small <laughs> i i will say this the, the the two things that i don't enjoy being without and i hope that i'm never without them again are eyelashes and eyebrows when you don't have eyebrows and eyelashes especially when you're a girl that can be major. I mean, trying to draw on eyebrows, oh my goodness, not good at that. Um, I tried the false eyelashes and they were great. Um, I just, I don't know, I just got a little tired of trying to glue them on every day. So anyway, um, I've totally gotten off the where I was <laughs> going but anyway I put on makeup today and I thought my skin looked great I guess um for what I've been through I think it looks really good I mean I'm patting myself on the back or whatever or maybe it's the kind of makeup I'm using I don't know but I'm just I'm happy with the way that that I'm looking so anyway Enough of that. Um, you know, my younger daughter, Layton, oh, me, breaks my heart. She's going to be a senior this year. She starts school next week. My baby is going to be a senior. Um, I never thought that um, I would be so emotional with her. I wasn't that way with Rachel when she graduated, I guess, because I knew that I had Layton coming along, 
and I had several more years with her, and now, bam, here she is. She's a senior, and right now, she's on a trip. She's in Florida um, and having a really good time, but I'm just sitting here going down memory lane thinking, I just cannot believe my baby's going to be a senior. She'll be, you know, we're She's not 100% sure what she's going to be doing. Um, has an idea, um, but we haven't honed in on some specifics. So, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to that, too, in addition to regaining my strength to be able to keep Carter, in a, you know, by myself. I'm looking forward to helping her navigate through... Um, finding a career path and at this point maybe even uh, deciding on which college we thought we had that nailed down but now you know she's given some things some other thoughts to some other things and other places and so anyway I, I find that exciting and I hope that I'm going to be able to help her. I know. I know I'm going to be able to help her. I mean, I just feel it in my body. But anyway, that's, you know, what's coming up for me. You know, there there's life junk. You know, there's just junk in life that you have to get through um, that I we can't avoid. And and I've just decided, you know, a lot of those things, they're just things. That's just it. And I can't do anything about it. Or if I can, I just handle it the best way that I know how without flipping out, without freaking out. Um, and I hope one day I'm going to talk to you a little bit about the way that I have learned to manage my stress and it may seem silly to some people and people might not agree with it or don't understand it or don't really care. But, you know, I'm almost 53 years old and I'm still learning things. And I'm learning that different does not mean bad all the time. So hopefully soon I'm going to share some of those thoughts with you all. But that's, you know, that's kind of my goal um, doing the podcast would be I'm going to back up, I think, and put this podcast um, or the podcasts on my just one page. And I'll post them other places as well. But so I can start at the beginning. So people because there, I do have a lot of people on my page that don't really know my story. They just know that I had uterine cancer and, you know, maybe that's about it. And so I think I'll just start at the beginning and I'll give them as brief overview as I can about my journey so far because, like I said, we're now a little over two years into this journey. But I'll try to make it as brief as possible. If I need to break it up into several, I may do that. Um, But 
sometimes, you know, I just need to talk a little bit (laughs) and get some things off my chest and just talk, just talk it out. So I think this will be good for me. I hope it'll be good for you. I hope I don't bore you to death. Um, You know, I want to be an encourager because that's what I asked the Lord to do in the beginning of this whole journey was that through whatever I go through and through whatever I experience, I just want people to see that God is good all the time, no matter the circumstances, and that good things can come out of bad situations. I, I want people to see God in my story, and I hope that thus far you have been able to see God in my story because he's all in it. Um, the fact that I'm sitting here talking to you is a miracle in itself in itself and that you know god is the whole reason why i'm sitting here talking to y'all you know like yesterday was a hard day um i didn't fall apart but y'all it was hard because when i sit here looking at my situation and knowing what i'm I've gone through and what I still face and then the unknown of what's beyond the radiation and the next scan I realize on the daily and especially yesterday how cancer is everywhere we look and that if people like myself because I don't believe um, I, I just don't believe that there's enough awareness out there of, and, and the truth of just how much cancer there is out there and why we have so much cancer. I could, you know, that I could go on and on and on about our food, our products, our makeup, you know, our cleaning products causing cancer. But yesterday was hard. I woke up to looking at a friend's post asking for prayer for her son because he starts cancer treatment. Um, He's young. He's probably in his 20s. You know, (laughs) that's tough. Um, I scrolled on a little bit more. I saw that a lady in our community, a well-known lady in our community, she passed away from cancer. That was her, at least her second go around with cancer, maybe third encounter with cancer. I don't know exactly, but she passed away from cancer. Then... Another friend of mine, her mom was airlifted from one state to another to the hospital where um, she will be treated for metastatic lung cancer. 
found two spots on her brain. Um, very unexpected. So yesterday evening, Rusty, my husband, tells me about a client whose uh, wife is battling cancer. Uh, they did not give her any hope. <laughs> and she is now in treatment, but she asked that she take a break from treatment because she just she's just tired and so is her husband and we can he and I both can identify with that but she's doing good and they feel very fortunate and very grateful for where they are in their journey but she's just a little tired and she needs a break from the treatment I get all of that I understand that completely so you know, there are just days when it's just hard because I can identify with all of those people um, that are being affected by cancer. And it's everywhere. And if people like myself and others will continue to put out their stories about how to survive this thing, how to maybe avoid it. We don't always, I mean, you don't always know if you can avoid it, but the ways that you can implement into your daily life that can give you every chance to avoid having to fight this monster, that's what you need to do. And you've got to take it seriously because it is serious. Because once you have it, your life can never go back to the way that it was. Take it from me. Things will never go back to the way that it was physically nor mentally. So, anyway, I just hope that this is going to be a way to reach some people um, that will give you some hope maybe bring some awareness to, like I said, to uterine cancer because it is one of the fastest growing uh, cancers among women. So I can share what I know about my, about uterine cancer and the signs and uh, maybe ways to help prevent it. And then I want, I'd like to share just my daily stories and then maybe some things that I've come across that I like you know if y'all have watched my lives before you've seen that I like misfits market um, but I'm discovering other places as well that I like and some foods and um, anyway I'd like to be able to share that with you if y'all are interested so Anyway, I don't want to take up any more of your time today. I just wanted to kind of give you an update of where I am and hopefully where we're headed and what I'd like to do in the future if y'all are interested in uh, continuing to listen to me. So anyway, um, I'm going to close out my first podcast today with you all. And I hope that you all have a great 
rest of your day.